हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट फोर डाइवर्सिटी एंड प्लोरलिज्म एज मोस्ट ऑफ द ओल्ड सर्टिट्यूड ऑफ इंडियन पॉलिटिक्स ग्रेजुअली क्रम्बल इन अ ट्रांसफॉर्मिंग इंडिया इट इज द आइडिया ऑफ डेमोक्रेसी दैट हैज सर्वाइव्ड एंड एंड्यूर्ड thus providing one powerful continuity in it it is remarkable given the fact that very few post colonial states of asia and africa including those who shared the same colonial legacy that is the pakistan have been able to remain actually existing democracies despite emphasis on the processes of democratization and localization in the present era of globalization the above may be considered not a mean achievement if we reflect about india the largest and the most diverse democracy in the world as it was at the time of decolonization india almost lacked all the ingredients that make a liberal democracy a success india had low level of literacy industrialization and democratic consciousness another obstacle in the pathway to democracy building was in form of centuries old hierarchical social order that was almost deliberately designed to resist the idea of political equality the partition legacy in the form of the flared up cultural and religious distinctions was another hurdle how can we explain the survival and remarkable endurance of indian democracy is it due to the limited exposure to the democratic institutional politics provided to the nationalist leadership by the britisher in the 20th century or is it due to the translation of our traditional cultural values like pluralism consensus tolerance inclusion and accommodation into modern political culture as an independent india experienced its first years the democracy in india in the a significant way was prefigured in the form of the colonial legacy as the british introduced the representative legislative bodies albeit with the limited power wide the act of 1909 1919 and 1935 even though the grant of the voting rights was limited in nature the sheer number of votes that is 40 million was second largest in the known communist world at that time the groups who were accorded political representation were identified as religious communities with the immutable interests and the collective rights prefiguring also took in the form of the anti colonial nationalist movement which attempted to build an identifiable and composite indian political identity 
that would pave the way for the creation of a nation out of the country's diverse social order. The political leadership of an independent India inspired by Mahatma Gandhi and Jawaharlal Nehru emphasized over the responsibility of the nation state to recognize and accommodate the enormous diversity of India. Values of tolerance, pluralism and inclusion were actively promoted and these became the foundational principle of the national form formation and state formation projects that were set in motion simultaneously. The pluralist form of Indian democracy in its procedural form have been evident in the form of federalism, three language policy, reorganization of states on linguistic basis affirmative action in favor of the marginal groups and the decision to desist from imposing a uniform civil code, secular citizenship defined by civic and universalistic criteria all have been among the significant constitutional major legislative enactment and government policies indicating the constitutional or legal recognition to four specific categories, re religion, language, reason and caste. Whether it is the above two or more reasons that explain the resilience of democracy in India, it remains an irrevocable fact that the democracy remains deep rooted in India. India continues to have parliaments and courts of law rights and a free press. In the word of Sunil Kehlani, as an idea as well as a seductive and puzzling promise to bring history under the command of will of a community of equals, democracy has irreversibly entered the Indian political imagination. The greatest signifiers of the success of Indian democracy, however, has been in providing space for political contestation and creating an opportunity for the assertion of a variety of claims articulated by the different groups. In the process, democratic politics has even begun to corrode the authority of the traditional social order in India. Now let us move to the next point towards an understanding of democracy. What do we understand by democracy in political theory? Democracy has increasingly been viewed as a form of good governance that paves the way for arriving at decisions among a group of individuals organized as a polity. The essential value of democracy lies in its moral superiority over any other way of arriving at decisions which take every citizen's interest into account and are equally binding on everyone. The core principles that underpin and justify democracy in this sense are twofold. First, the individuals are 
autonomous rational beings who are capable of deciding what is good for them. Second, all individuals should have equal say in the determination of collective decisions which affect them all equally. It has been argued that the unamity is generally impossible to achieve when collectivity makes an attempt to arrive at a commonly agreed upon decision. Thus, the most possible procedure for arriving at a commonly agreed upon decision is the principle of majority rule, which is most practical and morally acceptable. Due to the large and complex societies, it is not possible to gather together to make decisions on every issue, say like in the city-state of Athens. Even in the advanced capitalist democracies as C.B. Macpherson visualized in his initiation of participatory model of democracy, life and time of liberal democracy. Modern democracy therefore works with a set of procedure and the representative institutions by which people can elect their representatives and hold them periodically accountable. If we see the democracy purely as a set of institutions and encompassing free and fair elections, legislative assemblies, general legal framework and constitutional governments then we are essentially privileging the procedural form of democracy. However, if we have an idea of a democracy being peopled by the truly equal citizens who are politically engaged, tolerant of different opinions and ways of life and have an equal voice in choosing their rulers and holding them accountable, then we are privileging the substantive notion of democracy. In liberal political theory, these two constructing model of democracy are referred to as procedural or formal and substantive or informal democracy respectively. In follow, it follows that in the limited proceduralist view of the democracy, the level of the electoral participation the frequency of elections and the peaceful change in political power are taken as indicators of the health of democracy. However, such a view is endangered by the fallacy of electoralism as the social and economic inequalities involving the ethno-cultural communities including the minorities and women make it difficult for them to participate effectively are largely ignored in such a perspective. The proponents of the substantive form of democracy on the other hand argue that the democratic project is incomplete until the meaningful exercises of the equal rights of the citizenship have been guaranteed to all. On this account, free and fair elections, freedom of speech and expression and the rule of law and its protection to all are necessary. 
but by no means sufficient conditions for a democracy to be meaningful. The project of the democracy is not ac accomplished by merely securing legal and political equality. It may be severely restricted by inequalities which deny many from having a truly equal opportunity to influence government decisions. Social agendas of democratization. In the contemporary post-industrial or information society, the concentration of expert knowledge symbolized by the increasing influence of public policy specialists over government policy and public opinion is another limitation. The experts have made the economic policy making insulated from the democratic pressures. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcasts.